We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello. Welcome back to the Guilty as Charged podcast. We are talking day one of Chargers-Cowboys joint practice. Uh, Some of the maybe highlights, but maybe some lowlights as well. Uh, joining me as always is Arjun. Arjun, how are you today? Doing good. Woke up to possibly the best news of the summer so far, which is Derwin James's extension. And um, you know, excited to be out, see some live football again for probably what is the last time in a couple weeks. And so I'll go back to Michigan. So excited to do this. Yeah, well, well wishes on the way back, safe travels and whatnot. Uh, so let's get into this practice. We'll get into the Derwin James contract thing later. You and I will reunite with the guys. Uh, four hours from when we're recording right now. So we'll see you guys in a bit. For now, just Chargers Cowboys. I think we have to start with the storyline going into it, the main storyline, which is how are these right tackles going to fare against Micah Parsons? And these guys, you know, does it look any better than last year where Norton gave up, what, nine pressures, one sacks, or whatever it was? Um, wasn't great last year. Arjun, how was it today? Well, to be fair, I, I thought the main storyline was going to be Jerry Tillery versus Zach Martin. But, you know, we, we didn't get to see that <laughs> because it was on the far field. But, but yeah, I mean, the, the problem that we kind of had going into it was kind of amplified. And, I mean, Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence kind of just ate this right side of the offensive line alive. Um, Tyler posted all of the offensive linemen charting I did on Twitter. Just like I just charted if they won or lost the rep in the one-on-ones. And, I mean, Looking at right tackle specifically, Pipkins went one one and three, so one win, three losses. Norton was one and one. Pipkins lost the first two reps against Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons back to back. And then the the big one was when they started doing eleven on elevens. Pipkins literally let Parsons go inside on back to back plays, like directly one play and then the second play right after uh, Parsons hit him with that AI crossover inside, and and Pipkins was just lost and. Just, just not a not a good day for uh, the competition to separate themselves, and and honestly, just not a good look for for the offense in general. Yeah, offense in general wasn't great. And we'll get to that in just a sec. As, as far as Pipkins goes, and I guess Norton. So for reference, Norton was the second guy out there, so he was yeah. not facing Marco Parsons as much. Maybe during one v ones he did, um, but otherwise, it was mostly Pipkins versus the first team defense out there. And on our side was first team offense versus first team defense. And yeah, Pipkins wasn't great. It's tough to evaluate him when I'm watching live because if he's with the first team, then he's either facing Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack in practice or, you know, today he's facing Micah Parsons. Those are guys are 
you know, top 10 edge rushers. So I suppose it's difficult to judge him overall because we don't have a full season of, you know, some of the best, some of the middle, some of the worst edge rushers. It's literally just the best guys. But right now, the best guys are getting the best of Trey Pipkins. And he did have some wins for sure. Like there were some wins in there. Arjun did record and tweet out a win that he had, um, but it was few and far between. So I guess as far as that position group goes, I'm assuming Norton starts tomorrow and Pipkins will be the second guy up. What's kind of your concern level after watching what happened today? I'm on the offensive line. I mean, I definitely think it's it's kind of a concern that the Cowboys D-line was was putting in some work against them. I think especially the right side of the offense line was a little bit shaky, just looking at tackle. It's it's really tough to like watch Slater and, and Filer and, and them. Like I have some videos, so I'll, I might have to go back and rewatch and just look at the offensive line specifically. But but w- when we looked at the one-on-ones, I mean, Slater was just stonewalling everyone. Filer had mm-hmm. two really good reps. Zion won both of his reps that I recorded. Mm-hmm. So, and Sawyer had two pretty good reps also. So I think at the end of the day, it's, like, I don't want to say it's a work in progress, but I, I think outside of right tackle, I'm, I'm feeling okay about the offensive line. Um, but you know, obviously, right tackle is still the biggest need, and and in the offensive line in general was kind of off with Justin Herbert in, in terms mm-hmm. of like the snap counts, which you can talk a little bit about like the false starts and things like that. Yeah, it seemed like today, especially because this is really the first live action I've seen Herbert have. Um, it seemed like they were trying to go for different kinds of counts or or a hurry up offense. Seems like things were a little bit different today, different than I'm used to seeing from Herbert in regular practices. So it seemed like they were trying different things out. Unfortunately, there were maybe five or six false starts, maybe four of them with first team, another couple with the, the second and third team. It wasn't a clean operation by any means. So definitely not great there. Did it seem like Herbert was kind of trying different things at the line of scrimmage to you? Yeah, no, that, it was a, it was a positive thing to see Herbert kind of try to manipulate the snap count while he was at the lines. That's something that he said in his press conferences that since he's become more confident with the offense, with the continuity he's he's able to do. Um, but um, yeah, it, it was good to see him at least try it. I, I don't I think it worked like once out of all the times he tried, but it's it's the uh, it's the what, what do I say like. It's the mindset. It's like it's the idea that he's, yeah. he's actually trying to do it. And if it doesn't work in training camp, that's probably because, you know, a lot of the players are familiar with his snap counts and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, he did get the Cowboys to jump offside once, but he did. But I don't think that makes up for the fact that, uh, you know, there were like four or five false starts outside of that. That's the thing with the whole day is you could find something positive. Like Trey Pipkins had a really good rep against Micah Parsons except it was third and 47 after he gave up two sacks, the two plays before that, you know, Herbert gets them to jump off sides. That's great. The offense also had a false start three times in a row or whatever, you know, it's like it was, you could find some positive things throughout the day like that. And like you said, the mentality, the mindset is there. It's so good to see that from Herbert, but it just wasn't really clean overall. What did you think of Herbert or even the quarterbacks in general when it came to passing? Cause it felt like even in the one-on-ones, it felt like the receivers and the tight ends were winning but then the t- the quarterbacks just were not getting it there. And it wasn't just like Easton Stick couldn't hit an out route or Chase Daniel couldn't throw deep. Even Herbert was routinely behind his guys today, unless your name was Keenan Allen. What did you kind of think of the quarterbacks overall? Yeah, the, I agree. I think I think Herbert was a little bit off today. I, I don't think it'd be wrong for me to say that. Um, I mean, I, I was charting the one-on-ones from receivers versus cornerbacks. 
for for the most part, I think the starters kind of won and and lost about an even amount. Um, I felt like some of the deep ball stuff Herbert was a little bit more accurate on than the short intermediate stuff in the one-on-ones in the actual uh, scrimmages, the 11 on 11s. I thought Herbert was a little bit off throwing behind guys like Austin Eckler in the red zone, outside of the red zone. Um, and it's also tough to like gauge like how his pocket is because like right. there were times where it looked like the defense got home, but in reality, like they might've just gone completely around him. Uh, but even then, I think the Cowboys defense kind of won the day than the Chargers offense winning. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, Herbert wasn't great. I don't think he was awful, but I think he was just like, he wasn't who we, we normally expect him to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Chase Daniel is Chase Daniel. And I thought Easton stick was horrible today. <laughs> uh, another, another batted pass that turned into an interception near the end of practice. Yeah, not great. I would say the offense was definitely a work in progress. Even the receivers, if they get open, it was either behind them or there were another handful of drops today. felt like a half a dozen, if not seven or so drops today. It just wasn't clean. And so it's very hard to gauge how the offense really looks because right tackle wasn't that great. And there were false starts and there were drops and the quarterbacks were throwing behind the receivers. It's really hard to gauge what kind of offense there was going to be. I will say what definitely did not work was anything near the line of scrimmage. If they tried a DeAndre Carter handoff, didn't work. If they tried rushing up the middle, didn't work. If they tried a screen, I don't believe anything worked. It just seemed like the Cowboys were prepared for that. But then you try to push it downfield and it's a drop or it's behind. It's just, it just really was not yeah. really clicking today. So that's enough negative stuff, I think. Again, we couldn't watch the defense. It actually sounds like the defense did really well today based on what everyone's reporting. Apparently, Khalil Mack had a fantastic pressure against uh, Tyron Smith. So mm-hmm. Mack looked great. Apparently Sebastian Joseph Day looked great. And then Michael Davis had a couple of interceptions. That's great. That was the far side of the field. We couldn't see it. So let's switch to some positives now. Was there anybody on offense that you thought stood out? Yeah, I thought I thought Michael Bandy had a pretty pretty good day. Um if you know I, I charted his stuff. He was four and today in mm-hmm. in the wow. um versus corners. He was going against number one, who I, I'm sorry, I'm not a Cowboys. <laughs> You're so good. I, I'm looking, I'm trying to find, I'm looking at their roster right now. But yeah, he went uh, 4-0, didn't drop the ball. I don't even think he dropped the catch in, in the actual, um, like, 11-on-11s. 11 mm-hmm. uh, he had a pretty good day. I thought, I thought DeAndre Carter had a had a solid day. He, he mm-hmm. drew a a deep like DPI or defensive holding mm-hmm. on uh, Trayvon Diggs in the one-on-ones. Um, even though there was a pass where um, I think it was from Easton stick and it was kind of under, th- it was, it was a little bit underthrown, but he let Israel Mukamu kind of like shadow him the entire way and, and pick him off. But yeah, Bandy Carter. Um, I got like Trevon Bradford had a decent day. That's, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think Slater and Filer had pretty solid days. Slater, maybe not so much, but Fyther Filer had a pretty good day just looking at the one-on-ones and uh, the some of the plays. But outside of that, I'm not really sure who, who did too well. Yeah, it was a little bit concerning where at one point with the first team, it really just seemed like where did Josh Palmer go? Where did Jalen Guyton go? DeAndre Carter was – I don't even know if he was involved with the first team at all today in, those, in the series that we watched. You know, Mike Williams, until very late, wasn't targeted at all. Then finally, mm-hmm. he had two catches. One, I believe, on like some sort of drag or shallow crosser. 
went on some other short thing for a first down. It was kind of irritating to watch these guys also disappear. Maybe Herbert just couldn't find them. I don't know. Um, but it definitely was not the best. I, I would say of everyone, you know, the person I didn't mention was Keenan Allen. I think he was the most consistent. Oh, today. yeah. Like, you know, sack, run stop, and then Keenan Allen for 15 yards. You know, sack, yeah. sack, Keenan Allen for 30 yards. That seemed like he had a pretty solid day. But then even then, he had a, a drop himself. So if we're not sounding like we're talking about a lot of positive things today, it's because the, the Cowboys defense, for sure, I think, won the day today against the offense. Or you could even say that the offense just lost today to the defense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully things get cleaned up. To me, if you're trying to gauge what this looked like, it really did feel like that game against the Cowboys last year where right tackle was an issue. Some things were off. Even Keenan on fell over once. So that was just like that game. There were drops. There were false starts. You know, a game where like if there was live, you could say, okay, I think we could have won this game, but we didn't because there were, you know, this mistake, that miscue, mm-hmm. that false start or whatever. So uh, not a positive day from the offensive side on, on camp today. There were some positives. But overall, uh, not great, which is fine. Doesn't matter. Doesn't go in the win-loss column, but would have liked to see more. Arjun, any final thoughts before I let you go? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I just really want to really quickly want to like list off the one-on-ones from the receivers versus cornerbacks. So I had Mike Williams winning one match. He All of his matchups uh, were versus Trayvon Diggs. One win, two L's. Keenan kind of went 0 for 3 against Jordan Lewis, but one of his reps was he fell down and then another one was a pretty good pass breakup by Lewis on a crosser mm-hmm. which it could have been the ball could have been a little bit better but it was definitely cashable Everett um one and one versus I think Jabril or no two, two safeties um who aren't really players uh Josh Palmer two and oh versus mm-hmm. Anthony Brown and uh Isaac Taylor Stewart Stewart um Bandy like I said 4-0 Carter 3-0 one drew a a deep DPI versus Diggs and the Mm -hmm. other loss was an interception Guyton went two and two going up against like Anthony Brown and and and, uh, Mukamu Sage Surratt one 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 rep uh Bradford two and oh and then neighbors one and oh um, I don't think McKitty went in the in, in the one on ones if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Parm was sitting out, so it was really the Gerald Everett show at tight end, and um, and yeah, that that was just the one on ones, and I wanted to get those stats out there for for some people. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, just just because we're thinking about it, and you already have it in front of you, can you just roll again through the offensive line pressure stats? Yeah, offensive line. You can find this on Tyler's Twitter also. But Slater two and zero, Filer two and zero. Zion two and zero, Pipkins one and three, uh, Norton one and one, uh, Sawyer two and zero, Hunter one and one, Hyme is zero and two, Clap one and two, Foster Sorrell one and one. Um, I didn't chart some of the other players just because I wasn't paying attention. I was like at yeah. the other field uh, just to see if I can find anything. But um, these are just from the one on one reps that happened before the eleven on eleven series. So those are the offensive line stats yeah thank you for keeping track of that it had they had both the one-on-ones receivers dbs and the one-on-ones o-line d-line next to each other so it's very hard to watch back and forth but we tried our best all right that is it i will not be recording tomorrow i'll be there at the practice and so will arjun but i won't be able to record arjun might be able to record something but we'll see um but that's about it that's from uh, that's it from us today take care mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around 
a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.